Hi, welcome to a brand new episode of Kaskura Podcast. I'm with you, Rama. And I'm Anuja. Welcome. Welcome. So, Anuja, yeah. what are we talking about today? We are going to talk about assimilation. It's a very heavy topic. Mm-hmm. We understand that. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. yeah. So, uh, Anuja, can you please give me a definition of what assimilation means? In academia, anthropology, sociology, Assimilation is the process whereby individuals or group of differing ethnic heritage are absorbed into the dominant culture of a society. Mm-hmm. But uh, since, you know, our podcast is about giving you a peek to what it means to be an immigrant in America through our podcast. So we're going to put a little twist on it and we're going to talk about what it means to us and our interpretation of assimilation and the reason we decided to talk about assimilation today is because when you come from one culture to a new culture, it is very important for you to assimilate, to survive, and hopefully to excel in that culture. So um, first of all, I wanted to uh, talk a little bit about your experience, Anuja. Even uh, when we were talking about this earlier, her experience and my experience assimilating in America has been very different. So do you want to talk a little bit about how your experience has been? Yeah, sure. So when I first came to America to go to school, I was I went to Oklahoma. It was it's in it's in the Midwest and I went to a very suburban college town. Mm-hmm. Um it was called the City of Edmond and I went to the University of Central Oklahoma. Everybody that went to UCO, hello. Hello. Um <laughs> Yeah, so my experience was not that uh, drastic because when I moved to that college, um, about there were about four four fifty Nepali students, and there were at least one hundred fifty to two hundred freshman Nepali students. So I did not feel out of place in the sense that I was still speaking Nepali. I was, you know, sharing experiences, you know, just talking to people, and my roommates were Nepali, so it didn't hit me up until the point in after a year. Uh, when I started working outside of campus, I started taking more comp- like classes where there were fewer international students. Um, and then I felt the punch where <clears throat> people were commenting s- things such as, oh my gosh, your English is great. You don't even have an accent. Like, how did you manage that? Um, you're so cool. Like, I've, I've met other Nepali students. They have such thick accent. Almost like, okay, compliment- complimenting me, but also kind of insulting my community. That kind of like reminds me of a great point about how people talk about different cultures um, and it doesn't have to be about your culture, but you kind of get offended, right? Do you yeah. want to yeah, elaborate? Offended in the sense that, oh, you feel for them. You yeah, know, yeah, you're like, yeah. Not, yeah. like you can relate to people of color, people, immigrants, because you've shared some sort of experience. There is a thread, common thread that ties you together. And when there's a person from outside of that community, like t- taking a jab at it, it's kind of rude. It's not pleasant. Yeah, yeah it's not sure. pleasant. Yeah. 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 So I wanted to give you a little bit experience about my assimilation. Do you want to elaborate a little bit more about your experiences? Like I said, uh, when there were people saying that, mm-hmm. oh, you know, just be just because you don't have as much accent as your country people, mm-hmm. like countrymen, like your fellow Nepali people, uh, does not mean that they're any less intelligent. They're smart. Mm-hmm. There are people who, yes, they do have an accent. Okay, you know, mm-hmm. but they are successful in life. Mm-hmm. They're doing really well. They're happy. And that's all that matters. You know, mm-hmm. just because somebody has an accent does not mean that they're mm-hmm. idiots. Yeah. And in every culture, there can be shy people. It doesn't mm, mean yeah. that they're 
not trying to blend in or not trying to uh, respect the culture that they're in. The interesting thing is that when I was growing up in Nepal, everybody thought I was foreigner. <laughs> you know, that was one of our prank. Like I used to go to Tamil, which is yeah. this place where all the foreigners go. And I would like mock them like, how much is this in, like, <laughs> in an American so, accent? Yeah, yeah, I used to do that. So um, everybody, when I was growing up in Nepal, thought I was foreigner. My parents had this ongoing joke about how I was, uh, how I was adopted, which I wasn't because my dad and me, we have a same birthmark. So <laughs> confirmed. <laughs> And uh, so when I came to America, a lot of times people were, uh, they, I always got this that I, I'm mixed. I'm not mixed. I'm 100% Nepali. My mom and dad are both Nepali. So it wasn't really hard for me to kind of assimilate. I think I've had a little problem kind of assimilating in work culture. First of all, I work in tech. And another thing uh, I realized was that there's a lot of inside jokes mm-hmm. when you are born and raised here and mm-hmm. since I wasn't born and raised here I would miss a lot of inside yeah joke. a lot of cultural references yes, yeah. yeah so yeah so that was um kind of like a general window to my experience assimilating in America is kind of important because you know it will help you understand the culture more and I think that uh, when I see a lot of Nepali people especially kind of blending in in their own bubble yeah. I kind of think that it's not the best way to experience America because there are so many opportunities and there are so many things that you can do with networking and everything so which kind of comes hand in hand with assimilating so uh, we were also discussing about these two types of assimilation do you want to elaborate a little yeah bit? sure yeah. Um, I think any kind of information is power and if you're able to reference back to these you know to american culture and Mm -hmm. you are able to understand all these subcultures pop cultures whatever it is you have the power of information it's not that you're doing it to fit in it's it's so that you can become a stronger person excellent yes excellent point yeah Yeah. there are two types of assimilation Mm -hmm. that i think it works in the american context um, one is um, principle-based assimilation and the other is identity-based assimilation. So mm. the definition that I mentioned in the beginning of the podcast, I said assimilating into the dominant culture, right? Mm-hmm. But what I want to emphasize is you assimilate in terms of principle, mm-hmm. meaning you follow the law of the land, you respect the constitution, you be respectful mm-hmm. and you, so for example, driving on the right side of the road. Mm-hmm. For example, um, not sacrificing animals in your backyard. In your backyard <laughs> in America, which so, has happened, right? There which has, has been happened. Cases, there yeah. has been so many cases, and mm-hmm. so those are the those are pretty much abiding by the laws of the country, and that's what principle based assimilation means. Mm-hmm. But on the contrary, identity based assimilation to me means that mm-hmm. y- you are told to completely. Um, forget about your language, about your tradition, mm-hmm. how you celebrate, like and and follow whatever the tradition is here, mm-hmm. and that's not fair because mm-hmm. America, as a nation, is built by immigrants. We hear this every single day. Intellectually, it makes sense, but in practice too, it has to make sense because besides Native Americans, nobody is truly like 
an American, American you know, correct, yeah. everybody's an immigrant and that's totally fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why there's no dominant culture per se for you to forget your identity and come into. Yeah. So always remember that your culture is important mm-hmm. and you should not have to sacrifice your identity because America stands for democracy and mm-hmm. Freedom, freedom of speech yes. and freedom of expression. The giant so, eagle. What is it like? Bald, bald eagle. <laughs> bald eagle. Yes. Yeah, and and that is the whole point of of our podcast too. And for us to cover this topic here is that you may be told otherwise, right? When you first come to America, uh, we've seen like in my experience, I've seen two type of people. One who are kind of like they just live in their own bubble, and what happens is that a lot of time when you come to America and when you expect people to accept you you also have to do the same mm-hmm. just like you know people come to nepal they eat our food they they try to speak nepali and that makes us feel happy and we enjoy it it's the same thing here where you, when you come here you have to kind of try to make friends outside of your own culture and try to uh, learn more about other culture just because you're an immigrant doesn't mean that you live in this pot shelter where you only talk to your people, only eat your food, only like hang out with with the same circle. And also not just the main culture, but there are other subcultures that you need to blend in with, yeah. right? I think that because we're saying this because the more you understand other people mm-hmm. and their culture and where mm-hmm. they're coming from, the better you empathize. Mm-hmm. And empathy is powerful mm-hmm. in bringing people together. Yeah. And also, I think assimilation also touches this point about... Um, emotional intelligence right yeah, i read this article by new york times mm-hmm. and it made perfect sense it blew my mind mm-hmm. so assimilation in america is pretty much like be having a big bowl of salad where mm-hmm. each ingredient saves its integrity its mm-hmm. identity its taste flavor and still is in a bowl together that's a great analogy yeah it's yeah. not a melting pot it's it's, not, it's a salad yeah. bowl because Agreed. yeah melting pot it would be you'd be one big gumbo you know mm-hmm. but with salad, you're keeping your individual integrity. And the more people you interact with, the more information you get, the more possibilities you'll be able to see. And it will help you. And we definitely want you to have that courage to go out there and talk to people, assimilate, and also maintain your identity because you're unique. You're one of a kind. And uh, more likely, people will be more accepting mm-hmm. to towards who you are and um, and you know, your culture and everything. Yeah, and from their perspective, they can also avoid the faux pas, like assuming things mm-hmm. about you, you know? Yeah. That way you're informing these people about mm-hmm. yourself and mm-hmm. that way they are more empathetic mm-hmm. when they meet another Nepali person um, coming yeah. to America. And let, just show them how awesome you are. Exactly. Um, <laughs> and yeah, so another, uh, actually, another point that I wanted to make uh, in this podcast was about diversity and inclusion, right? When I was doing a fellowship, a decentralized consensus fellowship in Insight Data Science in San Francisco, one of the things that hit me after like 12 years living in America was that diversity and inclusion. And these are very different things. So when you come to America as a student, you'll definitely be introduced to International Students Club. And what I want all the international people to understand is that there's two, two types of inclusion um, so this is kind of like the reverse assimilation of the people who have already here trying to accept you and assimilate with you. So diversity and inclusion, uh, the first diversity means that 
they include the diversity, uh, diverse people, uh, diverse group of people. And inclusion means that they include you in the decision process. The example that was given was like diversity is that you invite people to the party and inclusion means that you invite people to organize the party. And that makes a huge difference, right? Such a huge difference. And Mm -hmm. you can see that in, if you watch like Jimmy Fallon Mm -hmm. or Late Night with Seth Meyers Mm -hmm. or Stephen Colbert, all these late night shows, they're still dominated by white men. Mm -hmm. But the fact that they have been including more diverse writers Writers, into their writer's room, the show has a different tonality because... Now there's a voice, even though the a white person is um, it, delivering, the yeah, joke. <laughs> yeah, hosting the show. Yeah, yeah. The jokes are written by a diverse group of people, mm-hmm. and it's it's so much more informed. Mm-hmm. Because if you compared compared shows that were like aired ten years ago, mm-hmm. they were completely different because yeah. there was less inclusion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we want you to know that uh, when you assimilate, we want you to make an effort to assimilate and also make sure that there has been an effort to assimilate you into their group. Don't be this token, right? There's yeah. a lot of times when I was doing projects as a consultant, a lot of time I was like the token woman, immig- uh, immigrant. Person like, of color. Yeah, minority <laughs> woman in the team because some CTO wanted a woman in the team. Don't be that token. Be yourself. You you are worth more and make sure you're included, your voices are heard and not you're not just like this, oh yeah, we want to have a Nepali people. In yeah, our just, yeah, just for the show of it. Exactly. And I think this applies to Nepali, Nepali politics, Nepali yes. workforce. Yes. Uh, Everything actually. Yeah, because yeah. of casteism, there yeah. is a certain group of people that control a certain, mm-hmm. certain amount of things and positions mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in power. And I think that's where... I don't know what the updated constitution is. I mm-hmm. think we need to read up on it. Mm-hmm. Any information you have on the new on the new Nepali constitution would be amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you can send us a copy, that would be great too. <laughs> that would be amazing, yes. <laughs> because we need to catch up on it. Catch up on it, definitely. So Anuja, do you want to uh, kind of wrap up our episode today? Like what what is like the takeaway or conclusion would you like to give? Yeah, so the takeaway is number one, um, assimilation has a different connotation for America because mm-hmm. um, you don't have to assimilate in terms of identity. Mm-hmm. You assimilate in terms of principle. You follow the land. Uh, like mm-hmm. in academia, you mm-hmm. don't cheat. Yes. Uh, you don't plagiarize. Yes. If you do sor- source a different article, mm-hmm. s- cite it, you mm-hmm. know, like reference it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, for example, in the streets, like traffic rules, follow the traffic rules, drive mm-hmm. on the right side, uh, stop signs, three mm-hmm. second rule and yeah. do not speed. Like all seat these belts, seat wear belts. Seat belts. Yeah, yeah. And this applies to Americans that, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. American citizens as yeah. well. Yeah. But all we're saying is mm-hmm. this is a heads up mm-hmm. and always try to like follow the rules follow the rules yes while you were saying that one of the big thing that i wanted to emphasize to all the immigrants is that i'm not saying that uh only immigrants do this but i see this more in new york where there are more immigrant communities is keep your community clean just like respect your surroundings you know make sure things are clean if someone needs help help them open the door for them just like just treat like Buddha says, right? Just treat everyone the way you would want to be treated. Mm-hmm. And that will take you a really long way. Yeah, in that context. In Nepal, like I know mm-hmm. it's uh, it's a tradition that there are morning sweepers mm-hmm. who like 
sweep the streets, mm-hmm. they clean up after you. Mm-hmm. But in America, there's like a system in place mm-hmm. where the garbage, uh, like the Department of Sanitation, they send out garbage trucks to pick up garbage where it's all collected in one place. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not like in Nepal where people's employment is is kind of dependent on you throwing trash on the streets, I guess. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's just yeah. a small reminder. It's just a, a small reminder. So yeah, so with that, we want to wrap up our episode today. Anuja, would you like to give our audience a little bit of information about where they could follow us? Yes, of course. So for Facebook and Instagram at Kaskura Podcast, we also write a blog post that summarizes each episode. Um, it's on Medium. It's also called Kaskura Podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also listen to our podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes and Spotify. All of the handles is Kaskura Podcast. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so with that, we would like to wrap up our episode for today. Thank you so much for listening to our bi-weekly Kaskura Podcast. We'll see you again in next two weeks. Thank you and namaste. Namaste. Bye.